time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 21, sales funnel. Sales part two, maybe it's part three. You know what, the numbering doesn't really matter, right? We've been talking about sales for a few weeks and we're gonna continue at least this week and next week because sales is so important to a startup company. Again, at scale, the only money that's keeping your company going is coming from customers, is coming from sales. And so the next step for you, the next thing you need to worry about is the design and implementation and optimization of your sales funnel or sales pipeline sometimes it's called. But let's stick with the term sales funnel because it starts big at the top and it ends, unfortunately, small at the bottom. So what do I mean by funnel? All right, so it starts like this. Let's, let's take a nice simple example of a retail store. In a retail store, at the very top of the funnel is everybody who walks past the store. Right? So everybody who could potentially be a customer is at the top of your funnel. Right? Not everyone in the world. We're going to narrow that down to just the people who are at least, not just even in the neighborhood, but literally walk in front of your store. So how many people is that? Well, you know what? You're never going to know that answer. You're never going to have an accurate count of how many unique individuals walk past your store. Just not a countable number. But nonetheless, that is the top of your funnel. Then the next level down, right? It's going to be a multi-stage funnel here. The next level down is how many people walk in the door into your store. That you can get a pretty accurate count, right? You can simply put a counter, an electronic eye on your door, and you know how many times the door was opened, and you may even be able to count more or less the number of people that walk in and out. And so now you have your first metric. You have the number of people who walked in today and yesterday and this week and last week and this month and last month and so forth. And so now you have a number that you can track. And that's important because the next level down is the number of people who have actually picked up an item and tried to buy it. All right. So you're going to know the next level down you're going to know for sure is how many people bought something at your store. There's one in between. There's a level in between, which is people who walked in the door and looked at things and walked out without buying anything. And that's hard to track, except that the level below that is the number of people who walked in the door, picked something up, and actually went and bought it. And that number you can measure from your point of sale, right, from, from your cash register. You're going to know exactly how many, at least how many transactions, maybe not how many unique people, but how many transactions there were, right? And so the difference between the number of people walking in the door and the number of people buying, well, that's the missing middle piece, right? That's the number of people who came in the store and left without buying. All right, so if you can imagine this, we're going to step back again. Imagine all the people who walk past the store is, is some big number, and then a smaller number walked in, and a smaller number picked up something and actually went to go pay for it, right? And then the smaller number even, even below that would be how many people come back and buy again. That one's also hard to track, right? That's why there are loyalty cards and loyalty systems and, and why you, you actually want people to buy with a credit card because if you have part of the credit card number, you can match that up and figure out how many repeat buyers you have. All right, anyway, that's a sales funnel. And every business has a slightly different sales funnel. That was the one in the retail store. There's an equivalent one online. So if you're building an online business, there's the number of people who searched for something related to your website but didn't come to your website. Well, you're never gonna know that number. That's the equivalent of the people walking outside. And then there's the number of people who came and landed on your website. That's a good start, 
but it takes more than one page usually before you'll get someone to buy something. So there's the number of people who came and left without doing any, any transaction with you. And then there's the number of people who either purchased or registered, depending on exactly what you're doing on this website. And then there's the number of people who came back and bought again. So it, it kind of feels the same as a retail store, but each of those stages is slightly different. How you measure into the number of customers in each of those stages is different. And most importantly, how you optimize. How do you get more people to go from one stage to the other is different between a retail store and an online store. But of course, there's other kinds of businesses as well. There's, there's businesses that have physical services like plumbers and electricians that show up at people's houses. Right? And that funnel would look different. And there's businesses like consulting firms that have interactions over multiple weeks or months or, or even years with customers. Those funnels look different. Every business is going to have a unique funnel, and your job is to figure out what that is for your business. That, that is your homework assignment for the week, is to set down you know at least three levels, if not four or five or six levels, of how do you interact with customers? What do they do to get from one level to the next level? How do you measure the number of people at each level if you can, right? Or, or how do you use some math to compute it? What percentage of the people get from one level to the other? And what can you do to make this better, right? Your job as the person who's designing the sales process, who is ultimately going to manage the group that implements the sales process, is to optimize this and make the funnel wider. You want more people who step on stage three to get to stage four, right? And you're going to lose some number of people, some percentage of your customers at every single stage. You know, there's no business out there where everybody who shows up buys, right? I've never heard of such a such a business. If you, if you know one, you can leave it in the comments or at, point it out to me on Quora. And this idea of optimizing a sales funnel, well, this is what real good experienced salespeople do. They understand that the, the process of making a sale is, is complicated. And even if you're building a business where there's no human beings interacting with the customers, this is still going on. There's still something. There's still some words that you're sending out that may look more like marketing than sales, but there's some words and images and the design of the form to sign up or, or the phone-based system or the app-based system or, or whatever it is that's interacting with the customers. Sometimes that is the salesperson. And, and you can work on optimizing it. And this may sound premature, right? It may just be you and your co-founder or just you at the moment who's designing this business. But you know what? The sooner you figure out what your sales process is, the sooner you can start testing it out with potential customers and the sooner you'll understand what you got wrong with that plan and the sooner you'll understand how long it takes to actually make a sale and what kind of objections get in the way. And, and maybe there's another stage in there that you missed altogether. And so on and so on and so on. You'll understand your business that you're trying to build so much better. And the better you understand your business, the better your plan and the more accurate your plan will be. And then you'll understand exactly how much money you do need in order to get this to work and how many customers you actually need to pay the bills and, and on and on and on. So this may sound like it's a little premature, but it's not. This is part of the business planning process that way too many first-time entrepreneurs skip past. And they skip past it because maybe they've never actually worked in a sales group before or have never built a sales process before. But guess what? It's something you got to do now. You're an entrepreneur, and, and this is something that every business needs. And 
And unless your partner has done this before and you can just hand it off to, to him or her, well, then it's your job to do it. So uh, that's your assignment for next week. And we'll talk about more sales then. Until then.